You are listening to You Were Made For This, the podcast to help transform your relationships into the best they can be. Welcome to You Were Made For This. If you find yourself wanting more from your relationships, you've come to the right place. Here you'll discover practical principles you can use to experience the life-giving relationships you were made for. And now here's your host, John Sertalic. Hey, thank you, Carol. Hello, everyone, and welcome to today's episode, where, as always, I'm here to help you find more joy in your relationships, because that's what you were made for. In episode 62 last week, we talked about CD20, the curiosity deficiency virus that keeps us from deeper relationships with people. I mentioned there's a vaccine now available developed by the CDC, the Curiosity Deficiency Council, in Bismarck, North Dakota. It's a simple vaccine, and here it is. Ask people questions. Today's episode examines six reasons why we are not more curious about others, why we don't take the vaccine that cures our curiosity deficiency, and the benefits we experience when we do ask people questions, especially people close to us. Well, here's reason number one, we're not more curious enough about people to ask questions of them. We may not ask questions because we're overloaded with limited capacity for the work that relationships require. We may limit our inquiries of others because we need to limit the number of close relationships in our life, especially now in the spring of 2020 when we're working from home and homeschooling the kids. An article in the April 24, 2020 Wall Street Journal talks about something they called Zoom fatigue. It's about how people are overloaded with relationships gone online with Zoom meetings. But even before the coronavirus hit, a lot of us had been swamped with the busyness of life. But most of it is self-induced. Well, that's a topic for another, another episode. So this overload is one reason we may not be as curious about people. Because our curiosity could potentially create more work for us, depending where our curiosity leads us. So that's one reason. We may just be too overloaded to inquire into the lives of other people. A second reason is that we sometimes don't ask questions of others because we're afraid of what we might find out. We're afraid that more may be required of us, especially more of my time, if I knew what truly was going on with the people in my life. A third reason we may not be curious about the lives of others in our circle of relationships is because we rely on our assumptions about them. Assumptions. We relate based on our preconceived notions about people. We think if we know their Enneagram number, their Myers-Briggs score, or their Strength Finders skill, that we pretty much know all we need to know about another person. I've seen way too many times where people are put in boxes and categories from the latest personality test, and that short-circuits the effort required to understand others. We are all far more complex than what a personality test tells us. And these assumptions that we make really distance us from each other. Number four, we're reluctant sometimes to ask questions 
for fear of being perceived as nosy. (laughs) I find this reason for our lack of curiosity to be most interesting to me. It comes up often in workshops I give on listening and asking questions. Invariably, someone will ask something along the lines of, But if I ask questions of people close to me, won't they think I'm just being nosy? I was always taught that if someone wants you to know something about them, they will tell you. Well, this is one of those what I call exception questions that often comes up in workshops. It's usually from someone in the crowd who disagrees with what the presenter is saying or who wants to hijack the direction the speaker is taking with their own agenda. Or it comes from someone who just loves to hear themselves talk. They want the workshop leader to focus on the exception, not the norm. The I have always believed if people wanted you to know, they tell you comment, reveals a person who most likely comes from a background or culture of secrets. They hold things close to the vest. Their theme song is, we need to be private and we mustn't invade the privacy of others. You often find this dynamic in people who grew up in families where there was addiction, sexual abuse, or other dysfunctions. Sometimes, too, it's from fear of shame. We can't ask people questions because then maybe they'll ask questions of us, and we have to hide things as a family. Well, all this raises the question of what's the difference between being nosy and being genuinely curious about others. I posed this question on Facebook recently, and here are three really good answers I received. Uh, The first one comes from uh, Rita. Rita says, Curious people genuinely empathize with others, and they want to learn about them. They delight in, rejoice over, wonder further, grieve with, in order to grow deeper in a relationship. Nosiness satisfies a fleshly yearning to know more, not to know better. Oh, what a great sentence. I'll repeat that. Nosiness satisfies a fleshly yearning to know more, not to know better. A second response I got to the question I posed on Facebook comes from Joan. And Joan says the following. I think nosy people ask questions about situations or things that have happened, like in the neighborhood or even in family situations, that they need to know so they can pass it on to others and gossip. I think a genuinely curious person wants to know about you, your feelings and situations that are true to the core of your being. They want to make sure you are okay and demonstrate care and concern out of love. A curious person will share of themselves and maybe share a situation that they themselves have experienced. Curious is more heart-centered. Nosy is more informational. That's another great sentence. Curious is more heart-centered. Nosy is more informational. And then the third response I got comes from Rob, a listener in Florida. Rob says, uh, I cannot uh, add much to what's already been said. I have always referred to myself as being nosy when I ask people questions. Recently, I was corrected by someone who told me I was curious and that I should use that word instead. 
Well, I think this is true because I do not just want information, but I really do want to know something about that person. People are interesting, and we do all like to talk about ourselves. At least I do. Well, thank you, Rob, for that, uh, for that comment and that honesty. You know, there's a certain element of culture and personality to this issue, too. Some cultures around the world are very private, and there are others where personal privacy is not existent. Personality is part of it, too. I found that the more extroverted among us don't even think about what questions to ask others, while the introverted think of questions but are too shy to ask them. Hmm. Here are a few more of my thoughts on the differences between nosy and curious. Nosy doesn't enrich your life. Curiosity does. Noisy is the cousin of gossip. They are very close relatives. Nosy people ask so they can evaluate others and compare. Curious people, on the other hand, ask to understand. Curiosity requires something of us. Nosiness doesn't. Being nosy separates us. Curiosity brings us together. Nosy people assume there is a deeper relationship than actually exists. Nosy people use information they gain from you against you. Curious people use information they get from you for you. Finally, I've come to the conclusion that our fear of being nosy in our relationships is usually just a cop-out, just an excuse to get us off the hook from failing to honor people by wanting to understand what life is really like for them. A fifth reason we are not more curious about people is that we're content to live with shallow relationships. We only ask questions to get caught up on the news in other people's lives rather than on what's happening in our hearts, our souls, and our minds. A lot of people are poor listeners because, frankly, they want to be. It takes work to be a better listener. And for them, the work involved is not worth the effort. You know, ultimately, we may not be curious because we're just way too self-centered. I talk about this topic of self-centeredness in episodes 54 and 55, if you're interested. And the last and final reason that we're not curious enough to ask questions of the people in our lives is that we sometimes just really don't know what to ask. Our curiosity muscles have atrophied. And for some people like this, it's not their fault. They may not have had any role models who have shown them what it's like to be genuinely curious about others. The good news is that I can work with people like this. We all can. When we get better at exercising our curiosity muscles, it shows others how they too can have deeper relationships when we understand more about each other. In next week's episode, I'm going to share a very simple but powerful question we can ask if we're curious enough about other people to want to know and understand them. And believe me, it's, uh, th- this particular question is nowhere close to being nosy or invading anyone's privacy. So I hope you tune in next, next week. Finally, here are six benefits of being curious enough to ask people questions about themselves. Number one, it gets us out of our self-focused life 
to see the wonder of what God has created in the life of another. It draws us closer to God as we better understand our brothers and sisters created in His image. For when we see how much God loves someone else, warts and all, it makes us appreciate God all the more. Number two, asking questions of others opens doors for deeper connection with them. Number three, being curious enough to ask questions about others is a great remedy for depression and loneliness. Number four, when we understand people better because of how they answer our questions, it causes us to be grateful for what we have that others do not. Number five, being curious enough to ask people questions draws out the experience and wisdom from the quiet introverts among us that we can benefit from. And finally, number six, we can learn from other people's mistakes when we understand them better. Well, if you forget everything else, here's the, here's the one thing I hope that you remember from today's episode. It's this. When we're curious enough to ask questions of others, it opens up the potential for deeper relationships with people that go beyond news and the shallow things of life. What can you do in response to today's show? What is some actionable activity that you can engage in? For one thing, we could all do some self-reflecting and asking ourselves, am I really concerned about being nosy? Or is that just a cop-out for being lazy? with regard to the work that relationships require. Another question we can ask ourselves is, who is someone in my life that strikes me as a person I would more like to be? Who could I initiate with by asking thoughtful questions? Well, as always, I'd love to hear your thoughts about this topic. I really would. I'd like to continue this further if, if there's enough interest. So please share your thoughts in the leave a reply box at the bottom of the show notes, or you can just send me an email to john at caringforothers.org. Well, in closing, I hope your thinking was stimulated by today's show to both reflect and to act so that you will find the joy that God intends for you through your relationships. Because after all, you were made for this. And now for our Relationship Quote of the Week to end today's show. It's this. Sometimes the questions we ask are more important than the answers we think we know. And that comes from Ruth Haley Barton. Sometimes the questions we ask are more important than the answers we think we know. Well, that's, that's all for today. And uh, see you next week. Have a great one. Goodbye for now. <music>